So wake me up. This is JV for breakfast. <laughs> This has got to be the feel-good story of the year. If not, I'm going to throw it out there, Annie. This is the feel-good story, I think, of the decade. I'm ready. And I know it's 2020 and Uh we've still got another nine years, (laughs) but I don't think anything's going to eclipse this. All right? Lovely old Captain Tom Moore. Mm. He's a 99-year-old. He actually, in two days' time, turns 100. Bless. He decided in the end, I mean, this is a guy who served in World War II. Mm-hmm. He's a former military captain, absolute champion. He wanted to raise $1,000 for the National Health Service over in the UK. So he decided with his walking frame to attempt to do over a week 100 laps of his yard, of his garden. Oh, my God. Right? What I love old people. He raised £28,000 for him doing his little lap of his yard, right? He ended up getting, like, interviews on TV and radio and the Queen, uh, you know, came out and said how amazing he was. But it didn't stop there. He decided to create a song called You'll Never Walk Alone. It's a classic. It's a cover. So he teamed up with a musician called Michael Ball to record this song. Mm. And uh, everyone ended up getting behind it. They went, it's got a fantastic message. This guy's amazing for walking the laps of his yard. He's 99 years old. He's never sung a song in his life. We love it. Let's make it the number one song. The weekend has been hogging the number one spot in the UK for like the last 15 weeks. Yes. So the Canadian rapper The Weekend went, dude, I've had enough. I don't need this spot anymore. Support this guy and make him the number one track. And he has a Guinness World Record, not one, but two at the age of 99. One, the most amount of money ever raised by one person in the UK for his little backyard lap walk. And then four days later, now he got another Guinness World Record, oldest man anywhere in the world to have a number one song at the age of 99 years and 363 days. This is so adorable. Here's the song. I can't wait. I'm not going to play it all because... Just give us a little snippet. Yeah, here's a little snippet of it, okay? Don't be afraid of the dark. At the end of the storm, there's a golden sky. And sweet to the song of the lark. When you walk through a storm, Hold your head up high And don't be... Yeah, there you go. Wow. And he's got doctors and nurses and stuff in the choir. deep, rich voice. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So there you go. Captain, my captain. Bless that man. Champion. They're saying now he needs a knighthood. We should send him a $50 fuel card. I don't know if he drives, but he can buy other stuff with it, I'm sure. (laughs) Just get some snacks. Uh, And so much so, they love this so much that the Royal Mail this week for their postmarks are Mm -hmm. having a happy 100th birthday to Captain Tom Moore on all their letters (laughs) for the week as well. So the story just gets better and better, doesn't it? We are not not worthy. We are not worthy. We're really not. We're not worthy of him and also the British public. If we can, if we can, just yeah, we out. We out. We're done. You guys, you you did you did good. Yeah, I got nothing.
this is why we can have nice things. Can we have these kind of stories come out from America? Yeah. Eventually? Well, you know. Just saying. Just come on. <laughs> so wake me up. This is JB for breakfast. Get on up. 92.9. Snake. 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 Them. All right, back to England again. And a story that's not quite as good as one we just bought you from, Tom Moore, but I don't think anything will be. No, that is it. You're right. Story of the decade right there. It is. See, I wasn't I wasn't underselling it no. at all, was I? Overselling it. So this time, don't trust snakes over in England uh, where a, um, a British man went to the toilet one day. Nope. <laughs> this is why I checked the toilet. And uh, he's, you know, gone to do his business and he's heard something under the rim. Oh. And, and there's a snake in the toilet tank. They called the RSPCA Joe White, who's the animal collection officer and exotics officer, responded to the house in Grays, Essex, England. Uh, oh, he's, oh, it wasn't him. It was his daughter that's gone to use the toilet. <gasps> Sorry, wrong gender. Sorry, the to- the daughter's gone to use oh the my toilet. God, so she sat down. And there's and there it is under the rim. Oh my gosh. The snake was obviously quite scarred by the commotion too. <laughs> you would, wouldn't you? <laughs> Gotta love the RSPCA. Always thinking of the animals no matter what, aren't they? And we love yeah, them for that. By the girl who now has like a fear <laughs> of snakes. <laughs> Forever. Um uh when he arrived, he had to reach around the back of the toilet into the basin where the snake was curled up around the inside of the toilet bowl. The snake was a corn snake. I don't even know what that is. And it appeared healthy and uninjured. I think they're okay. I don't think they're venomous. I'm going to Google this. I think they live in cornfields. <laughs> or they could just be like the same colour as corn. Like you're definitely making things up. I think okay. I'm right. Ooh, they're quite scary looking. Yeah. They're not corn oh. coloured, are they? They live in cornfields, I think, I hence be, the name. And I think they're a restricted be, python type. I, I would think. be bad word terrified yes. if I saw this in the boy, to, to, toilet <laughs> bathroom. Yes. English. Does it say it? that they live in cornfields? Was I right there? Can a corn snake they, hurt you? Yes. If it's in the toilet bowl. And you're about to do toot. Oh. And it comes out from the rim. Are they illegal in Australia? <laughs> I'm just some... I love the internet. <laughs> I'm just, I can't. It's got all your, all your questions Is it answered. a good pet? What is wrong with you? <laughs> uh, well, speaking of that, the RSPCA, so <laughs> Joe White. Just a quick question. How do I know if my corn snake is happy? <laughs> <laughs> it's not biting you. Yeah. Um. The RSPCA, Joe White from the RSPCA, he said that the snake was likely an escaped pet. So there you go. The RSPCA is currently searching anyone in the area who may be missing a corn snake to get in contact with them. Uh, Otherwise, it will be rehomed. So there you go. He did say it's a little skinny, but was feisty, and that's a good sign. You're like a feisty corn snake. You want a feisty snake, yes. Awesome. I'm sure the daughter loved that. Oh, my goodness. This is why you never trust a snake. 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 Them. So wake me up. This is JB for breakfast. 
92.9. If you could create a whole movie around one sort of minor character in a movie, who would you choose? So we're not talking about, you know, the main cast members, but just some of those random dudes that you see pop up in the movie. They say a couple lines, and you know, you go, you know what? You're kind of cool. I like you. I want to see a whole movie around you. But all the film execs go, you know what? That person's the most boring person on the planet. We're not going to make a whole movie all about them. We need to make money, not lose money, JB. Off you go. Can you pick, can you pick a TV character? Yeah, okay. We can do TV. Yes. Sure. Yeah. I would like the janitor from Scrubs to oh, have his own movie. Yes. I think that would be amazing. Yes, that would be. Yes. Very well Love done. Love the janitor. Yes. You haven't seen The Middle, have you? No. The show that he later went on yes. to. Yeah, that's a bit janitor-esque. Oh, not, is it? Not quite as aloof as oh. he was in The Scrubs, but kind of there. It's the I closest love... thing you're going to get. Oh, well, I want better. Well, <laughs> I had a couple. Okay, what are your suggestions? Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda isn't a, a minor character, though. Like, The Mandalorian is about Baby Yoda. All right. Harry Ellis, he's a sleazy businessman in Die Hard. You have to watch it. Yeah, okay. He needs his own film. Why does a sleazy he's person great. need its own? Like, isn't that just all of, like, Hollywood movies up until <laughs> every, now? <laughs> every eight, 80s Hollywood <laughs> film. <laughs> I think mean, it's still going. <laughs> Directed by dudes. <laughs> it's got it all. Um, I reckon the, the cop dad in Twilight, he should have had his own movie. I just feel so sorry for him. Like, he just ended up with the worst kid in history. Like, he was probably praying for her to have a problem, like another problem. Like, maybe maybe she could be, like, you know, somebody who smokes too much illicit substances. He's probably praying for that. Instead, she went out with the vampire. And bought home little cactuses for him. Yeah, and then, like, you know, befriended, like, a gang of werewolves yeah, who just, I like, know. walked around without their shirt on half the time in what appeared to be a cold town. Unnecessary. And uh, I think there's a little bit of police corruption going on there as well, don't you reckon? Because, of course, out of everyone in town, her dad had to be the cop dad. Yeah, of course. And, you know, there's a little bit of shadiness going on there with the whole investigations I around know. that. The co- in every vampire-related story, the cop always starts out as wanting to, like, kill the vampires. Yeah. And then they're, like, suddenly on board with the vampires, generally due to one of them, their kid either becoming a vampire or their kid falling in love with a vampire. I can make a vampire movie right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can do it. Vampire and cops. They need to give this to the guy that writes uh, Law and Order. <laughs> He'll be all over that. A couple of da-dooms in there. Uh, and what about the old man in the Shawshank Redemption? Have you seen the Shawshank Redemption? The old man? Which yeah, the old man. He's the guy on the bus who's got the little magpies oh, at the end yeah. there. The sad part of the movie. You think that give he... him a whole film. Really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, wow. Okay. would be great. No? Well, I just think. You know who, who needs it? Fred and George Weasley from Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. See, I was waiting for you to bring up Harry Potter. Yeah, I know. So, I think they should just make a movie about Hermione. Is Queen. Love her. Is Dumbledore a secondary character? Nah. No? You reckon he's main? He's main. See, because yeah. you, you've got, like, your main mains. So you've got the trio, you know, yeah. Harry, Ron, yeah. and Hermione. And then you've got the other mains, and I think Dumbledore would fall into that okay. category. Because he's such a central part of the storyline. I think of other characters as people who... Add to the story, but you could do without mm. them. And Dumbledore mm. doesn't fall into that no, category. No, like okay. you couldn't have Harry Potter without Dumbledore. How about the guy that talks funny, Alan Rickman, the professor guy? Snape. You could yeah. Have, you could not. Did he have, have Snape? his own? 
Oh, okay. Yeah, good point. Wow. Have you even watched or read these books? So much movies? A21. Have you not? Wait, days are full. So wake me up. This is JB for breakfast. <laughs> Steve is ready to play Smash for Cash. How are you, mate? Good, mate. Yeah, really well, really well. $120 for you to spend on anything like at Harvey Norman. Any idea what you think you'd spend it on? Oh, I want it for my daughter. (laughs) Oh, right. What would. She can can spend it on something for her flat. Oh, fantastic. Lovely. Look at you go, Dad of the Year. Yeah. Fantastic. Have a listen to this, Steve. What do you reckon I'm smashing there? I'm having a guess. I'm going fluorescent light bulb. A fluorescent light tube? Yeah. Yeah, right. How confident are you in that guess? Oh, I don't know. I'm just having a guess. Broken <laughs> I've a heard f- them smash. Yeah, you've broken a few in your time? Yes. Yeah, right. You have. And you reckon it sounds like that? Oh, a little bit. Yeah, right. Was it anything because the guess yesterday was a light bulb? Oh, you didn't hear that. Just having a guess, mate. You know what, Steve? $120 at Harvey Norman. It's a very good guess because it's a correct guess, Steve. Well done. It is indeed smashing a fluorescent light bulb tube. Thank you. Well done. $120 for you to spend on anything like at Harvey Norman. What do you think your daughter will actually spend it on for a flat? What, some new furniture or... Uh, oh, whatever she needs, she can, what, whatever she can find for that kind of money. Excellent. Fantastic. Lovely, Steve. Thank you so much for playing it. Well done on the correct guess there. Hang on, I'll get all the details off you, okay? Right, thank you. Fantastic. Well done, Steve. And now I'll have to go around and look for something else in the office to smash the bits. The fluoro tube, that was some good fun. I tell you, it was very good fun. We we're out the back with the bin with I'm the fluoro. Sure that someone got it. Yeah, I thought so too. I was so sure that no one would guess nah. that when you told me what you'd smash and you were so yeah. excited. I was like, no one is ever going to get that. I was ecstatic when we got to smash that light tube. Yeah, it would have been I had good. it in the bin, and it was after, of course, we actually did a, a like a risk assessment online because a few people in the office thought that there's deadly stuff in the fluoro tubes that we'd inhale and die. Yeah, wow. So we checked out and no, it's all good. They're safe. So we put it in the bin and we smashed it. That's why it has that nice reverb to mm, it, you see. Mm-hmm, it was an mm-hmm. echo off the bin. So that was good fun. We'll have to find something else to smash and we'll bring you a brand new Smash for Cash back to $50, a brand new sound tomorrow. All thanks to team at Harvey Norman on the Ringers Road. So wake me up. This is JB for breakfast. Get all up. 92.9. But some big news. Huge news. We're free. Well, ish. Calm down. <laughs> oh, I even had this ready to go on everything, Abby. Love me. Sorry, I was into the music. Look, it is good news. It's yeah. good news, I think, particularly for people who um, live on their lonesome, like moi. Um, but essentially, this morning, Gladys Berejiklian, our premier, announced that from May 1, two adults from the same household can go visit another household. Oh. Yes. So, just to be clear, though, if you are the recipient of the household, like if you've got two people coming yes. over, you can't have... 
eight couples from different houses come to uh, your house. Just so we're all clear yeah, there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's, yeah, no, yeah let's right. not think this is a time to start house parties. Yes. No. Okay? We don't do that. Um. So that's going to be from May one. Yes. So look, it's great news. I think particularly for people who live by themselves because it's, it's been a tough few weeks. Yeah. Not going to lie. Yes. Yeah. Struggled. Uh, you've been here at work so often. Yes. Because this is like social for you. Yeah. And also because you know work's just never stopped. <laughs> no. It's fine. I didn't want to bring that up. But <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not yeah, fragile. You're coping. Um, <laughs> everything is fine. Anyway, so that is going to be allowed from May 1. Yeah. Just, I'm going to say it. It shouldn't have to be said, but be responsible. Don't be idiots about this. No. Because, you know, and, and the, the Premier has admitted that we might see a bit more of activity when it comes to case counts in May, and that is to be expected because yep. we're going to see more activity of people moving around, things like schools going back, etc. But she's saying that the state is set up to deal with it because they've used April to essentially mm. prepare for this. But that does not give people the excuse to go around and be stupid. You still have to think responsibly. Take this as almost a bit of a reward for past behaviour, but don't abuse it because no. otherwise, who knows what could happen. We might have to go to even further restrictions. So be sensible. That means I can finally... Venture next door. And find my new neighbours who moved in last month because I've actually never met them. They look like nice people.